This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about breast implants. Now, they've been around in one form or another since the early 1960s, but it wasn't really until the 1980s that you saw them become more popular. Then came those concerns over silicone gel implants, and they ended up being banned. They were replaced by saline implants. But we are still learning and grappling with the long-term health effects of having breast implants. It's something that our next guest has been writing about, how more and more women say their breast implant surgery is causing them all sorts of health problems. Julie Chadwick has written about it in the latest issue of Walrus Magazine and joins us now. Julie, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me on. What got you started on this topic? Uh, so it was actually quite a long time ago. I was working at the university newspaper. So this would have been like 2005 or so, late 2005. And I guess it initially started just as kind of like a morbid fascination with plastic surgery. And then like just kind of looking at blogs and forums on it and that kind of thing, just out of curiosity. Right. And then I kind of started noticing that, like especially when I was looking at things about botched plastic surgery, there was a lot of women talking about their breast implants. It seemed to be the most problematic thing. So what started as kind of just an interest became like, oh, I started like sort of my news sense kind of kicked and I started noticing a pattern and wondering if there was more of a story to that. Like, wow, there's a lot of women talking about their issues. And so I did a long feature for the university paper then, uh, and it came out just before 2006, which is when the it was a voluntary moratorium in Canada and the U.S. on silicone. So the companies voluntarily withdrew their products on the market uh, in 1992. And this was um, coming after a whole lot of like massive class action yeah. lawsuits against companies like Down Corning. And so in 2006, the moratorium was lifted and silicone came back onto the market. It had always been available for women um, in terms of reconstruction patients, things like that. So right as the article came out, that also happened. And so that kind of kept my interest. I would also say that I think the thing that probably informed me the most was finding Dr. Pierre Blay, who is uh, an expert who was featured in the article, and he really informed me a lot. Um, he's an expert who analyzes faulty medical devices. Yeah. And so we've heard a lot about generally implanted devices being problematic. There was a massive um, international investigation of implanted devices that just came out of the ICIJ. And breast implants was one of the most prominent pieces of that investigation. And so this is something he's been um, analyzing for decades. So when I interviewed him, that really, um, a lot of what he said kind of was quite shocking right. for me and I uh, had no idea. So yeah, like and so like, over the years, I've just kept an interest up in it. Like what did he say that was so shocking to you? Well, so what happened was I ended up getting into reporting and I kept an interest in the topic. And then I recontacted him again because a part of the condition of lifting the moratorium was that the companies had to keep a 10-year um, sort of record of data. They had to do like long-term studies. And so as we were coming up on the 10-year mark, I recontacted him and said, hey, like, is there anything new that's going on with this story or like any new conclusions that you've come to with this? And he was saying that he felt, based on his own research, that they, breast implants were implicated in women's deaths according to cases that he had seen when he had been sent, for example, implants post-mortem to analyze them. Um, so he's an wow. independent contractor. So yeah, he was often sent implants 
from women who had died, and he was trying to trace back exactly what had happened and whether the implants were related. Right. So, because there's a petition, right, going on right now, because these are being investigated in the U.S., as you mentioned there. Are we not doing enough to investigate these in Canada? Um, so, are you thinking about the FDA? Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's people giving testimony to the FDA right now. I believe there's four Canadian women who are involved in that, and a Canadian researcher who I also interviewed for my article, Jan Turvert, I believe his name is. Um, yeah, so Canada, like since the international investigation has come out, Health Canada has been taking some action on reviewing breast implants and um, seem to be kind of doing a bit of catch-up. Um, it's it's a tricky issue. Like there's kind of a lot of voices on many different sides um, that are arguing different points. So you have kind of a large body of women who are asserting that, I mean, one of the Facebook pages for women that have had problems is like, every time I look at it, there's another 10,000 people that have joined it. So I think it's like 70,000 and counting now. So there's a large body of women who are absolutely insisting that their problems are related to implants. And when they get them out, they feel so much better afterwards. Um, And then there's also a lot of experts that are saying, well, you know, we have these studies out. There's no studies definitively showing that they're causing, for example, autoimmune illnesses. So, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of differing um, opinions and different kinds of studies. Like Jan Turbert, who's um, giving testimony to the FDA right now, has been studying breast implant right. illness. He's the uh, the head of director of rheumatology at the University of Alberta. He has been researching it himself, and he's asserting that breast implant illness is real. And he's been treating women. And so, yeah, you've got a lot of different experts saying different things, essentially. What, what exactly is like breast implant illness? Like what kind of health effects are we talking about here that women have come forward with? Uh, rashes, brain fog. Um, I mean, these are in addition to any kind of localized issues, like, for example, capsular contracture when the, the scar tissue around the implant uh, hardens and causes discomfort. That's seen in a lot of cases. I mean, the FDA themselves estimate that 40 to 70% will experience some kind of complications of those varieties. But what I'm talking about is more like things like hair loss. Um, One woman that I spoke to just said she got them when she was quite young to correct like a sort of a genetic deformity where she had one breast that was much smaller than the other. And she just said she felt like there was glass in her feet. Um, A lot of these are kind of like immune immune system type responses. Um, She got so foggy in her brain that she couldn't really like go to the store and count out money and she actually became quite suicidal at one point because she said she was just non-functional like hot and cold flushes um yeah like uh the rashes I'm just trying to think that's of, awful like that's muscle awful. pains um inability to like sort of grip very well with their hands also like trouble swallowing um one woman I saw do who had leaking Dow Corning implants said that um, when she got them taken out they the silicone had migrated so close to her lung that they basically could only scrape it to her the surface of her lung and then they couldn't get any more because it had gone so far. So a lot of I've heard a lot of lung lung and breathing problems. Because it's so close to your your it's in your chest cavity, so it's so close to your lungs at times. That is just terrible. Like you must have heard so many stories like that from women. Yeah. And the other thing that was really interesting is every woman I spoke to just had the same strangely like echoed the same story of just not being listened to. So a lot of them uh, would just say, you know, the doctor would respond by saying, insinuating that they had psychiatric problems or straight out saying you should see a psychiatrist. There's nothing wrong with you. There's no, 
breast implants are perfectly safe. There's, you know, and most of them that I talked to were actually told that they would last a lifetime, which is not true. And how much testing has been done on this kind of stuff, right? Because like when you, the way you described it to me too, is it's not like these products have been on the market for extended periods of time. So we even know what the long-term effects are. Yeah. I mean, one thing I found really interesting in researching the article was that around the time that the moratorium was being discussed and it was discussed being discussed whether these implants should be allowed back on the market, um, there was a whistleblower that came out from, I believe it was Mentor, and they were, they were a researcher and they were saying that there was certain aspects of the research that was inadequate or the results yeah. were being presented inadequately. And one of the problems was that um, they were saying that low... Uh, low molecular weight chemicals that the the seepage that comes out of the envelope around the silicone that there is seepage of these low molecular weight chemicals that was not being adequately addressed and this is something that um, Pierre Blay has also talked about whereas you have um, items that are tested within a lab testing but there often isn't adequate testing inside of a biological system yeah and that was his area of expertise is how do these devices um, react within a biological system, within a body, because it's different. It's different once it actually goes into someone's body, what's, when it sits in your chest cavity. Yeah. That's kind of the crossroads of a whole lot of different systems that are going in. Your heart is there, your lungs, major blood vessels. So in that case, um, it's not just about the safety of the individual devices, let's say leakage problems. It's also about how does your body react to a large for an object being implanted into that area, that's a whole other area as well. I mean, even if they were perfectly safe and made out of completely inert materials, there still is the issue of how your body reacts to that. And that is something worth looking at. It is. This is a fascinating article. Julie, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. That is Julie Chadwick. She's a freelance journalist and author. Her um, article on this topic can be found in the latest issue of the Walrus magazine. And it's, and it's about, and it's called The Trouble with Breast Implants.